Hello everyone, welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode with Joe McAdam was recorded on Tuesday, December 21st, 2021. Uh, Joe's been on the show quite a bit during the pandemic because he is one of my favorite people to talk to. He's also one of my favorite writers for Recommend If You Like. His most recent piece about Chevy Chase's roast is currently linked in the podcast description. I absolutely love it. It's one of my favorite things we've ever published. We've been around for a little over six months. doesn't matter. We've been doing this show for a very long time, and uh, unfortunately, we will not be seeing you again live in 2021 due to the new variant, and I am very, very sad about that, and um, this is why I'm asking you, if you have the funds, please consider our Patreon account. Unfortunately, we're similar to where we were in um, the spring of 2020. Hopefully, that changes soon. Uh, It hasn't. That's okay. We're going to keep doing the show. We're going to be doing a lot more of these shows in 2022. I think um, I think it's good for me. It's definitely good uh, to talk to all the wonderful people in this orbit, and I want to expand that orbit. Here's Joe. We are recording this on Tuesday, December 22nd, and are you planning on traveling anywhere for Christmas? Uh, yeah. You say that with not a lot of joy. Well, I mean, it's very, um, you know, it's a... It, it, you make plans, and then it's like, hey, and then also Omicron's coming to kill everybody. <laughs> and you're like, well, yeah, okay. I, I made the plan a year ago. I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, I don't have COVID. I got tested a bunch. Um, I have sure did. my kid just like coughing in my eyeballs directly. <clears throat> so this is that'll happen. They, they love it. It's a magnet for phlegm. Um, but you got a cold? What's going on? Yeah, and it's been going on for like a week and a half. And it's I've had multiple COVID tests. I have none of the other symptoms, but it's still uh, bad. So I don't know. For sure. You know, we kind of, I, I don't know, at least I have. I've forgotten about just like, oh, sick. You can just be sick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it, that, that'll happen concurrently with all of this too. Well, you've had COVID not that long ago. So are you even worried about the new variant or... Is it more you're worried about the people you're going to see? I I don't think I'm I'm I don't think I'm worried about getting anything. I don't know. I mean, like I don't know how much anybody knows about transmission and stuff. But I've gotten vaccinated, I've gotten COVID, and I've gotten boosted. I feel like I'm the least likely, but I have no. I still don't know. I mean, yeah. I know that that's happened to some people too. Um, but I feel at least certainly safe for myself. Um, I don't want to give it to anybody, but I feel uh, confident in my own safety. Yeah. Things have dramatically changed since we last talked. We initially talked about doing this last Thursday, and you went to the Chiefs Chargers game at SoFi Stadium that night. And yeah, it was, it was a great game. And I'm very glad that your team won. And it was the second time you've seen like an absurd night game in LA featuring your team. Um, but I guess what I really want to know is like, was there anyone even masked at that? Because that was like, right before it got seemingly really bad, at least on the East Coast. I don't know how it is in L.A., but in D.C. and New York, it's very bad. Uh, yeah, it, it's. I think it's it's gaining, like, traction here. It's, like, a little bit behind uh, the East Coast. So, like, I don't think anybody was even thinking about it. Okay. Thursday. People with some, I mean, you know, like, not a ton of people were masked. But the stadium is weird in that you – it's like outdoors and indoors at the same time. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's, it 
it's very open air. It doesn't have a like a connected roof, so just there's like wind whipping through it and rain. You could get rained on. Oh, really? I didn't on know the that. edges of it. It's really weird. Um, but it's like if you walk along the like the you know the near the concessions and the in the the stairs and everything. That's all like out outside. Huh. Okay. That's um, good. I guess. And it, and it was raining that night, and so it was like it was wet, and it was a, it was a very windy kind of stormyish night. Um, and so I think everybody just felt kind of comfortable. Sure. Um, but I didn't see it. I would say if I had to do a percentage, like less than like 20 percent of people had masks on the entire time kind of thing. If it was this Thursday instead of last Thursday, if it was December 23rd, <clears throat> would you go to that game again? Um, no, really? That's like on that's uh, I'd be out of town. <laughs> I would be I would be not in L.A., so I wouldn't be able to go. Are you you're but, flying to Kansas City, right? No, I'm not going to Kansas City. I'm going to uh, Hawaii. Fuck you. I know. I, I feel it, it makes me feel terrible if I'm like if there's a sickness going around again, that's an awful thing to do. But you're going to do it anyways. I think they have a testing process when you uh, go. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. That's awesome. And enjoy Hawaii. Should be good. I've never I've never gone before. Um, and it is uh, my 10th wedding anniversary oh that's, that's so nice the, the occasion or like the 10th it was our anniversary was in august but we went on our honeymoon and uh, over christmas that's it's great. a nice way to not have to do a family thing and to spend a holiday just like not doing anything at all uh it'll be great i was supposed to be in chicago for like five days and do a show and leave right away but we we've already changed the trip once due to covid and made it a lot longer because we're convinced that the week returning to daycare and school is going to be like the COVID week for all the kids. So we're like, well, let's keep them out until the following Monday. You know, that was the idea. Yeah. And now we're like, should we even go? <laughs> should we just drive? Like what's the, the, in the last hour, the DC caseload is in the thousands and it's peaked um, in a way that it, it, it peaked by like tenfold. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's the type of thing we're worried about doing. So it's like going to Hawaii for a 10-year wedding anniversary. <laughs> it's pretty pretty similar. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm canceling the show, too. So I just want to die uh, while also not killing anyone else. Is that possible? Yeah, that's doable. You can yeah. do that. Yeah. There's a, there's a method for that. We've, <laughs> we've figured it out. Yeah, this is uh, maybe the worst I felt of the run. Now, I, I shouldn't say that because you actually have had COVID, so... I'm sorry. Well, no, that's not, it, it's not that, uh, that's the thing is that I think that's what makes me feel a little bit better about this now is that after having it, uh, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. For me, uh, for me personally, <laughs> uh, for others. Yes. <laughs> for me personally, it is not the end of, uh, of my world. Um, I, uh, I, you know, it's, it's one of those, like I'm still being safe and I'm still being like, all right, indoors masks on and all the, you know, all the rules and everything for that. And, Everywhere in LA, you have to be vaccinated to enter um, anything indoors. So I even go into the stadium. Oh, was it in the stadium? I think so. Yeah, you have to be vaxxed to go to the game. You know. Mm -hmm. um, so it seems to be about you know going as safe as you could, or at least they've been trying um, at a reasonable level without it being like you know a bunch of psychos with uh, machine guns in the street or whatever the hell uh, they do elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah. yeah classic middle america i mean 
Yes. <laughs> that famously just happened. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, I feel bad because I always want to pull you into my like sad orbit. And I think, <laughs> I, think I gravitate towards you because you are not lie. You don't lie to yourself. Well, it's also not being uh, depressed. Does that make sense? Yeah, you know, it's I I I have a I don't know it's a hard thing to do to lie to yourself so uh, so significantly while also knowing that you're doing it. I understand the lies that happen uh, background kind of subconsciously, um, but man, it's really tough. I can't I I I I would see through my own bullshit too easily to do the to do the other kind of lies. I don't know. You know what I think it is? I think it's because I've been on. So we got the new site and you write for it. I'm really glad. And you <clears throat> you put up my favorite stuff and that alone makes me glad Thank you. that we do it. That's not it's that's a complete insult to all the other like twenty <laughs> <laughs> to the other we'll twenty six writers. You all fucking suck. <laughs> but no, no, seriously, you you definitely write my favorite stuff because it's informed with a I think you understand the joy of it all. And when I say of it all, I do mean like the big questions like your Chevy Cheese, your Chevy Cheese, your Chevy Chase downfall of America piece to me is everything that I wanted the site to be and represent without ever being able to pontificate that. And you're able to highlight one very obvious thing, which is just like this guy didn't have any friends. And because he didn't have any friends, it it opened the door for this new type of comedy to come in. And that type of comedy, 20 years later, you can trace to how we got to where we are right now. And that sounds fucking insane. It is insane. I've, I spend, I mean, like, listen, I spent, I, I think maybe the last uh, 10 years plus only thinking about like comedy things. <laughs> I've dissected everything I could possibly imagine, you know, thinking about with that stuff about like what was good, what was bad, what thought you thought was good in the moment and turned out to be negative and whatever. But I, you know, like, cause I, I, I think I took it really seriously when uh, Trump won because I was just like, Oh, all of the comedy fucking didn't work. <laughs> did None of think, it worked. At did all. you think it, did you think it ever did? I thought in some way it was background informing people of something it wasn't. I didn't think it was going to be like, and we take a stand, and the, and it changed everything. That's fake. But I thought what it would do is like give everyone a background based level of knowledge that they would then use to go about their day to realize, oh yeah, the uh, Fox News is constantly wrong and lying and maliciously so. And I thought they'd just be like, oh, you, now we just know, and then you wouldn't take it seriously anymore. That kind of thing. That makes me but think of no. two things. <laughs> And I, I think we've discussed this before, but it's becoming a dominant part of my psyche. I'm 39 now, and when I was like 14, maybe even nine years old, I was convinced that like once all of my I went to Catholic school my entire life. Once all of my Catholic school peers are out of school and they're adults and they're in apartments or they're in college, they'll clearly say like, "Oh, I was only doing this to shut up my parents. I clearly don't believe in God." And then none of that happened. Mm-hmm. And and that just bummed me out, and it still kind of bums me out. And the other thing is, I've been—I just finished Mel Brooks's book. It's great; I highly recommend it. And I'm thinking about his comedy and Pryor's comedy and all that stuff. And that stuff is more about how to cope with horrible, horrible things. Like mm -hmm. 
he leans into Hitler, not because he's a pro-Hitler guy, <laughs> but he's a army vet that is a very Jewish man. It's like, well, that's how you survive. It's so if if anything, comedy is about coping, not with changing. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I I appreciate that a lot. That's that is a great. Uh, <laughs> like thoughtful way to do things because yeah, once it has a more overt agenda to it, that instantly like it will not cross any lines anymore. It won't, it won't like reach other people anymore. You know what I mean? Like everybody loves blazing saddles. Uh, like as far as like political boundaries go. Mm-hmm. Um, but half the people will hate whatever, you know, like the daily show or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what the goal is for, you know, any, I, I wouldn't imagine to, to guess what everyone's goal is in their, in making their comedy. For me, it's to be funny. <laughs> Some people it's different. Um, but you know, I, <laughs> oftentimes it's different than that, but I, I don't think that there's any, any, uh, anything great or special out of comedy that like, uh, has an agenda. <laughs> I, was I don't think sitting, it's uniquely special that way. I was sitting behind, like maybe three seats over behind Jordan Klepper during the Trump speech at the 2016 RNC. And they were filming a bit for the daily show. And it was just a cameraman, um, getting shots of him doing like the thinking man, like hand under the chin, like nodding along an agreement type of pose. And yeah. they were, just, they were getting stuff for that. And all I wanted to do during that entire time would just was I really I I somewhat regret doing this not screaming out the reference to wrestling when it was happening like <laughs> what when was he the, what was the reference what was when the... he he would literally like there, there was a bunch of stuff I'm like oh Vince has done this is a Vince McMahon promo from this you're referencing yeah. when Vince McMahon did McMahonism when he pretended he he well not pretend when he was his own god and when he him and Sean he faced Sean Michaels versus God and God was represented by a spotlight you're rep, like I wanted to scream that out loud to like point out the absurdity of it because to me that's how you understand all this like well if you understand it's all theater blah 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 what can't happen now looking back I regret not doing that not because I thought it would have changed anything but that might have been something we could all talk about <laughs> and well, that, that's the kind of thing where I understand why Jordan Klepper's doing what he's doing and he's making a lot of money doing it. And I'm just sitting behind him thinking about wrestling stuff to try to cope. <laughs> like, that's not a good and, idea. And, he, and he's, he's funny, too. And he's good at his job and all yeah. that. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. you're just like the you get so caught up in like having to make something for TV or for, yeah. you know, whoever your sponsors are or your audiences or, you know, you, you, if you're. Everyone now is kind of like either beholden to who their sponsors are if they're working corporately or to who their audience is if they're Patreon funded or, you know, if they're doing a podcast that has a very specific kind of audience. You have to meet their expectations so regularly that it doesn't allow a ton of room for uh, learning or growing. (laughs) Um, But this isn't a new thing. Sure. No, not at all. It it just feels like maybe it's because of our age, but it, it, at one point it did kind of feel like, well, the Internet's going to change all of this. And it didn't. It, it barely changed things. It changed things a little. And it's it's so hard to 
say exactly how, but because it, it's in a lot of tiny different ways, but in a billion tiny different ways. Yeah. But um, it it certainly has. But like, I don't even know how to start discussing how it changed things. I don't. I guess I can see TV faster. <laughs> <laughs> I can, and I don't have to worry about reruns. That's that's it. That's a big one. Speaking of TV, you have the new web series or YouTube series. What should I refer to this as? Yeah, I guess a web series is it. Yeah, and that's a uh, a like a a spawn spawn con kind of thing. It's like from vitamin. It's like a vitamin water product placement thing. You know. So it's you and a really funny writer. Uh, yeah, uh, Chris Stevens, who uh, we we write together and do sketch comedy together as Bud. And then you're doing this for a DJ. Uh, yeah, his name's Dylan Francis, and then it's directed by Brandon Dermer, another friend of ours. And uh, it's their uh, like uh, series idea, and then they asked us to to help write with it. Um, but it's we wanted to be like Beavis and Butthead, kind of. <laughs> I don't know, just like two idiots. Like the the goal was it for it to be two stupid guys, um, which I think we just. It's nice that Dylan, the star of the show, was like so down to just be like yeah let's be as dumb as hell yeah. uh which i don't know like I, I i had not met him prior to doing this show and i'm like oh, i hope he's not some kind of like diva about like looking cool and he's totally not and it really helps yeah uh, so that was awesome it was very uh i was very happy that that's how that checked out is it but it's called couch king or is, yeah is it going well like is it done like what's how does this work i think we just made four and i think it's kind of one of those like hang on and see if uh, they yeah. want to buy more of them um and see how they do and if they want to buy more we'll do more but hell yeah i'm really happy that you got paid to like do what you want to do yeah it's nice it's you know how how cool is that to um be able to make a living off of uh doing something you're into (laughs) i i don't know i'm asking just generally if anyone is listening and knows how cool that is Uh, scale of one to ten let me know how cool that is Uh, are you worried at all about your uh, trip getting canceled? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think be- because they have like you know a, a, almost two solid years of of uh, regulating people getting in and yeah. stuff. I think they're gonna. I think it's gonna be fine. I just don't want it to be like you go there and then you can't do anything. I mean, I guess I don't really. I, that doesn't even bother me because all I want to do is just be outside on the beach and go on a boat. Yeah, really you could do it. that. So I don't care about restaurants. I don't care about whatever else. I'm I'm going to probably, um, yeah, just chill out. Well, do me a favor. If you see The Rock, please tell him hello. Yeah, absolutely. I'll Thanks, say man. hey to The Rock. Thanks, totally. man. That's really all I wanted you to do. Just say hello. How are you? <laughs> and he'll know who it's from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't even, you don't need to mention my name. Hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. Goodbye. When's the last time you said hello to somebody like on the street? <laughs> hello, hello, bye bye. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a minute. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm super bummed out. I'm just I I'm I'm trying not to be bummed out, but I'm I'm I can't, I can't help but be bummed out right now. That's nah, okay. You'll it'll you'll it'll pass. It's the holidays too. That always it always piles on. But hey, you were talking about something that made me want to. It made me like, oh, I could write something about that. This. Um, I think, okay, so Chevy Chase ruined everything, right? Yeah. I think, because you were talking about, like, wrestling and, like, the, you know, all the dynamics of it. I think that sports media can pull us out because of the obvious wrestling ripoff dynamics that they're using right now. 
for Talking Head shows. And it takes all that energy that we wanted and that we sought so much, sought you know so hard for in, in politics and puts it into something meaningless like sports. Here's why you're wrong. <laughs> Lay it on me. All the best wrestling was not about wrestling. The reason why you remember people like Piper has nothing to do with in-ring stuff, and he was able to pull references from everywhere. Bobby the Brain Heating, the greatest talker of all time, rarely talking about actual wrestling, just a, a wealth of knowledge of everything. That's where it's lacking. The majority of talking head sports people are talking head sports people. Their, their pop culture knowledge isn't nearly as fleshed out as it needs to be. They're not. They're not as good as at that part, I suppose. But it's, and that is it, the whole part. That's it, the whole part. That's the. That's why it's good. I think there's a there is an element of like just either hating a guy, or loving a guy, that is very that is the the whole premise of like, uh, like the Skip and Shannon show or whatever, sure. or like you know the the you get to hate somebody actively, and that's where all your hate gets to go, kind of thing. You just hate skip bayless he sucks and <laughs> then you get to get your you get to get your anger out because you hate skip bayless so much maybe i'm still not gonna agree with that i don't hate it i get well this is it's a very like on the fly but i can i think i can put a case together i'll yeah. I'll, I'll work on it yeah i'm just now thinking about bobby the brain heenan and that makes me happy love, love yeah the bobby the brain legendary yeah one of the best all right, give it up for Listen, Bobby the Brain. Skip, Skip Bayless is a poor man's Bobby the Brain Heenan, and we all know it. Well, that's the T-shirt. <laughs> he is he is a like a heel manager, basically. Who isn't the poor man's Bobby the Brain Heenan? Bobby the Any, Brain yeah. Heenan is the poor man's Bobby the Brain Heenan. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> what are things anymore? I don't know. Well, I hope destroyed reality. Is that okay? Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> you think I'll see you this year? 2022 uh 2022 yeah i bet all right cool i'd i'd i'd, I'd say uh good odds i'd say bad odds all right you want to you want to throw down no <laughs> all right i say I, I bet i bet by by yeah december 2022 we will have crossed paths in person irl yeah i i would have said so two weeks ago yes Omicron is a chump. Oh, it's not even let's, Omicron. Let's it's real. I don't know if you saw this. They announced that like the two to five year old vaccine is just not coming anytime soon. Yeah, that's why. Anytime soon. Yeah, they're like at the soon as it'll be like second quarter of twenty twenty two, and it was supposed to already be here. So no, I don't think it's gonna come. Rough. He's just gonna turn five and then get vaccinated, and it'll be a fucking new threat. Yeah, I that's bet, really what all this stems from, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, I mean, the kids element of it is so, yeah, that's the biggest part for tons and tons and tons of people. Well, not you. Enjoy Hawaii. All right, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go party in, uh, in Hawaii for a week and a half. Is it, I'm, I'm legitimately happy for you. Thank you. That's, it means a lot to him. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, before I say goodbye, uh, please tell The Rock hello. All right, we'll do. Okay. You, Me, Them, Everybody is made by me, Brandon Weatherby. Our theme music is by Daniel Knox. Our art is by Jillian Ron. You can hear all 13 years of shows at you, me, them, everybody.com. If you're listening to this in Spotify or on iTunes, 
the last year of episodes are available uh, with some sprinklings of the other ones. If you want the rest of the catalog, which features over 700 episodes, you, me, them, everybody.com. Our Patreon page is on our About page. It's all there. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff, at sign Y-M-T-E. Thanks for listening. I'll hug the places that you've been sleeping, friends and family I'll be 